Hey y'all, you're listening to the. Mm-mm. Hey y'all, you're listening to the Sugar Glass Podcast, a podcast where I allow myself to break free of my perfectionism. <laughs> Hello, um, I've been gone because my friend died, and my friend died the same week that I put out the last episode, and it's been difficult to process. Um, I've been given like some really great opportunities to connect with people who are processing it in the way that I'm processing it, I guess, or I guess, no, 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 let me rephrase. We're processing it at the same time. Um, It was a lot. It is a lot. And I still like, I'm not feeling like 100%, you know, and I don't, when, when it comes to grief, there's this illustration that I'd seen where it's like the grief doesn't get smaller. Your life just gets bigger around it. And um, I've been like, I don't know, I guess mourning people a lot in the last like the last three years. A lot of people have been some people I I was like, OK, you know, they're not feeling well. This might be one of the last times. And other people, it's been like. I just talked to them yesterday, you know? So it's like, it sucks to say the least to try not to be so eloquent about it. It just, it sucks. Um, And trying to move through it has been really interesting. It has taken like a lot um, out of me in a way that I wasn't expecting because the other ones that I've been dealing with, I guess maybe I just wasn't in the position to take the kind of breaks that I've allowed myself to take now maybe proximity was different maybe 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 you know but this time is like a lot and I think that what's happening is like it's a combination of who it was and how many deaths I've seen and just have like had to push through like that grief and this time I'm not pushing through I'm just like letting myself feel it um I'm taking what I'm calling a sabbatical or what somebody else called it a sabbatical. In the last sabbatical, quote unquote, I took, um, I quit my job, um, my salary job and just fucked off for like three or four months and just did nothing. (laughs) And I called that my sabbatical, but this is a different kind of like sabbatical where like I was talking to my dad, um, a few weeks ago and he was asking me like oh how's your your project going and I was like um I don't know I'm thinking about taking a break and my dad was like okay take a break and I was like what because my dad is one of those like never quit never surrender so when he was like take a break I was like damn I should really take a break if my dad is telling me to take a break my dad like I know that y'all don't know that man but my dad is like He's like, we're going to go till the wheels fall off and then we picking it up and we carrying it on our shoulders. Like for him to be like, okay, take a break. Like, and not, he was just like, I don't understand like how you could have the thought to take a break and not take a break. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to my dad. Um, And I, <laughs> I was thinking, I was having a conversation yesterday. Um, One of my friends came into town and we went to an artist talk at the Contemporary Art Museum in my town and 
afterwards I was saying like how the show that we were at the exhibition that we went to I was like yeah I've aspired to like be in this show like for a while um but I feel like I feel like I'm just not where I need to be in sense of like documentation for like the work that I do have. And I was like, I need a scanner. Like when I was in art school, that scanner, that was like the best scanner. And I, I hate how I took that for granted. Like I should have scanned every single thing that ever existed. I need access to another scanner that's like similar. And my friend who's a working artist was like, why don't you get a grant for a scanner? And I was like, you're so right. I'm being a baby. I'm being such a baby. And I was thinking about all the times that I've been like a baby and me being like, mm, I want to take a break, but feeling like I can't. That's me being a baby. And I'm trying to like ride this wave from the being a baby to like taking other people's advice pipeline and like actually applying it. Like, reading the books that people give to me, listening to the podcast people give to me, listening to the music people give to me. Like sometimes I just let it all like sit too long to the point where I'm like, oh, this isn't relevant anymore. But I'm trying not to be a baby because what the fuck else am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Obviously I haven't been podcasting, you know? I haven't learned how to do a backflip. Like there's so much time in my day that I feel like I am on the precipice of being absolutely bored out of my mind. And there is a wealth of things that I could do, that I could tap into, that I could experience that has been given to me or like suggested to me by people who I love and trust. Like I need to stop being a baby and listening to my dad and taking, I, I put in my application for a leave of absence. It was approved, taking an official leave of absence and like, going on this stupid little sabbatical, working a, it's not a stupid little job. I like my little job, working a little job to get me out of the house. Like I am, Benito, please. Can you do that in another room? I don't know. I think the compression um, software that I use is really good. But I'm terrified that you all just hear her licking her butthole every chance that she gets. It's so, it's so gross. One of my friends um, works like customer service, like the call line, and was telling me yesterday that um, they were, one of their calls, their supervisor was playing back for them. And they could hear themselves like drinking the coffee that they had, like in between talking to the customer. And I thought that was so funny what am i talking about benito licking her butt really 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 threw me off taking a break i'm on sabbatical oh i'm on sabbatical yeah i'm on sabbatical so what i'm hoping for is that my sabbatical <laughs> i also i love calling things that feel insignificant something big that i thought i would not be able to experience until i was like 42 like my this is my second sabbatical like come on now you know what i'm saying like my sabbatical, I am going to make more art. I have already made some things that I really like. Um, I, oh, I have to tell you all about my prank. I did the best prank in the history of pranks and nobody got hurt. Okay, so one of my, I guess this is my first sabbatical project. 
I um have a black Christmas tree, and I think I've told y'all this because that's like one of the first episodes in this whatever the sometimes it feels weird to call it a podcast because what am I doing? I told y'all I have a black Christmas tree and I wanted to have a Halloween tree. I didn't do a Halloween tree because I was planning my birthday party instead and I did not have the brain power to plan my birthday party and work on the things I needed to work on. So I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I didn't have the brain power to plan my birthday party, work on my obligations and create decorations for a Halloween tree also because the Halloween tree I wanted all of the decorations to be felt um and that's not a it's not a skill that I'm like I can't crank those things out in the same way that I can crank other things out like it takes like a long time which is part of why I love it but after like an hour of stabbing and stabbing and stabbing which you have sometimes still feel so small, you know? And I just, I just couldn't spare that time, um, unfortunately, but I don't regret it at all. I really, like I, I told you, I loved my birthday party. It was absolutely fantastic, but it did come at the expense of having a, a Halloween tree, which it is what it is. This year we put the tree up um, on Thanksgiving which is my family normally does it on Black Friday. That's how I grew up. You do Thanksgiving and then everybody sleeps and then you make a nice breakfast and you start playing um, Black Christmas songs. I actually have a Black Christmas playlist on my Apple Music and on my Spotify, which I don't really use except for to transcribe playlists for my friends that use Spotify. A lot of that music, any of that music that came out like before 2002 <laughs> on that playlist is music that we would listen to while we put up the tree and we drink hot chocolate. And we did that every Black Friday, literally for as long as I can remember until my parents split up. So this year, my partner and I put it up on Thanksgiving. And then, hold on, I got something in my throat. <laughs> That actually didn't help. I think I made it worse. And then what happens in my family is you take the tree down January 2nd. You take all the Christmas decorations down January 2nd. It never fails. It never came down a day before. It never came down a day after. And last year was our first year. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> time is time. Okay, 2002. 2002. Jesus Christ. 2022. <laughs> was our first year with the Christmas tree. We put it up. We didn't get it until like December 1st or so because we didn't already have a tree. And um, I just got fed up and I was like, I have $80. I'm going to go get a tree. And I wanted us, I wanted to get a four foot tree. I'm sorry. I just bonked the microphone. I wanted to get a four foot tree because my partner was like, I want no big ass tree okay whatever that's fine i'm gonna get my tree regardless you know what i'm saying so i was like i'm gonna get this four foot black christmas tree that i see at um we went to at home at home christmas tree selections beautiful colors really really great a lot of them are pre-lit they had this black pre-lit four foot tree i showed it to my partner and my partner was like i showed it to him online he was like mm. i said let's just go see it in person we go and he's like 
And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, this is so small. And I was like, you said you didn't want a big tree. This is the next option is a four foot tree. And he was like, because I didn't want a tree bigger than six feet. <laughs> but I didn't want a tree. I didn't want one of those like tiny two foot tree. You know what I'm saying? So my partner is like, I don't know. What about this one? He points to the other black Christian tree. Why is it seven and a half feet tall? I was like, okay. So I, I text my mom and I was like, um, yeah, Jave. I was like, this year we might just have the tree and we might not have the um, ornaments because he liked the big tree, but that's like at the top of the budget that we set to, to get a Christmas tree. Also, I didn't realize Christmas trees cost money. I like, I know, duh, but like some of these trees, some of the, the costs of these things, I'm like confused so confused and i really 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 understand now why my mom back in the day dollar tree ornaments used to be so pretty like now they look weird my mom still has the dollar tree ornaments that she bought when we were kids like they're so so fun so good looking still and not just because they're like that childlike whimsy there's a difference in quality from those ornaments and the ornaments that they sell now even though it's the dollar 25 tree but um, now I understand, like, my mom, we never got ornaments from, like, really anywhere. Like, most of the ornaments came from Dollar Tree. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, the other, she would get, like, fake flowers and stuff from, like, Michael's or um, there used to be this store. It was, like, imagine if Joanne and Michael's had a baby and then they had, like, a bigger home section it was called ac no okay imagine if michael's and christian street shops had a baby it was excuse me it was called ac more oh ac more used to slap and they had a military discount so we were in there all the time so she would get like fake flowers and stuff like silk flowers from ac more and ribbon and stuff from ac more but all the um ornaments I don't remember them coming from anywhere but Dollar Tree. I don't, I have no recollection. And they used to, oh, they used to have these little, these little nutcracker ornaments at the Dollar Tree. Uh, we had like a bunch of them. They were like maybe four inches tall. So cute. Anyway, this is becoming a, a Christmas episode. And I really did not want that to happen. Why did I bring all this up? Oh, so I told my mom, I was like, we might just have a tree with nothing on it unless we make stuff uh, because the tree is at the top of our budget and my mom was like say less and sent us some money so we got a bunch of ornaments we got some ribbon and um came home put the tree together it looked so good and then we had to find a tree skirt because we couldn't we just couldn't agree on anything like every tree skirt we both like he'd pick up one ew i don't like that one i'd pick up one I don't like that. Like this just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until we went to Target and they had a tree, a felt tree collar. And it was like, it was like less than $15. And it's so cute. I'm, I'm looking at it right now because my Christmas tree is still up. And today, the day that I'm recording is Friday, January 26th. Okay. All of this is relevant. I promise you just stick with me. That's how we got our tree. Tree's great. Tree's cute. We actually still don't have a tree topper, though. A Christmas topper, which 
has been exceedingly difficult to find and to agree on. And I'm hoping that this year, like 2024 Christmas, we get a tree topper because 2023 Christmas, we actually didn't add anything to the tree. Um, my mom made us like a gift basket for Christmas and we put some of the stuff from the gift basket into the tree. Cause she was like, I remembered your tree had the, had the black and white gingham on it. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Um, but other than that, literally no addition was made to the tree like i was very satisfied except for the fact that we don't have a topper but it, honestly not the end of the world it just is what it is january 2nd rolls around and i ask my partner do you want to take the tree down and he goes i'm actually feeling really tired today um can we do another day i said yeah just let me know when i say let me know that means i'm not bringing it up you need to bring it up and it will happen when you bring it up right and after a week i realized he won't go and bring it up and i was like oh i have a an opportunity right now of a lifetime i had the plan i just needed the platform so also mind you the way that our <laughs> mind you the way that our living room is set up and the only place where the Christmas tree could go is in front of a closet where my partner keeps his shoes. It's essentially his shoe closet and Christmas tree storage. In order to get to his shoes, he has to move the tree. It's not that deep. He doesn't seem to mind too, too much. Nothing's ever fallen off the tree. Also, we got shatterproof ornaments. It's fine, right? One day in the second week of January, he brought up that the tree was still up. And I was like, that's so funny that you brought that up because you had about two more days before it became a Valentine's Day tree. And he was like, he just rolled his eyes at me, whatever. But he didn't say, let's take the tree down. And I was like, bet, right? So was it last week, two weeks ago? Recently, I went, he went to work and I didn't have anything to do. So I went to, we have this like secondhand store that it's secondhand, everything like art supplies, clothes, jewelry, home goods, everything. But it's like, it's relatively well organized. I think they do the best with what they can, but the art supplies are, I love the way they organize art supplies and they have paper and you can buy the paper by the ounce. So I grabbed a grip of red, pink, mauve paper and cardstock. And every day for, cause that was on a Wednesday. I, I was afraid that he was going to come home early. So I didn't get started on Wednesday. I just hit all the paper and I'll, all I bought was paper. I spent maybe three ish dollars on paper and I, um, just hit the paper. And then Thursday, when I knew he would not be home, I spent two hours and I made a bunch of just paper crafts, like Valentine's paper crafts. And then I put everything away. I cleaned everything up and I did that again on Friday and I just made a bunch of stuff. And then on Saturday, I called my friend and I was like, um, I need some advice. What kind of things do you think I should make for this tree? And she said that I should make a pinata for the top. And I was like, I don't know if I'm having enough time. And then I was like, you know what? I'll have enough time if I get some help. So I text my another friend. 
And I said, hey, do you want to help me with a pranky prank? And they were like, yes. So they come over. We spend, I think it was three hours finishing up the tree. They like, because I had made like a paper chain for a garland, but I didn't make enough. I made like enough to cover maybe a half of the tree. So they finished the paper chain. They, um, I also made paper bows and they strung the bows up with some macrame cord that I had. They made some more hearts. They made, they made like, they just copied a bunch of the stuff that I was doing. They made more so that it would look a little bit more cohesive. And then I, um, made a pinata for the top. That's like a, it's like a heart and it says forever. It's like the number four and then EVA forever. Um, and every time I look at it, I think of that song on the Kitchen Mina album, Forever. And when I put it up there, I made it also out of my friend's trash. I picked them up and I was like, bro, I forgot. Do you have any cardboard boxes? So they brought out some cardboard boxes so I can make this little pinata. And then um, when I did my test fitting on the tree, they're like, you should put an arrow through it. So they made an arrow and then I made the pinata and then literally... I, I like get the topper on the tree because I told my friend I was like best case scenario he's not home until later worst case scenario he comes home two hours earlier than that but that means that there's a possibility of him coming home anywhere within that two hour window and literally right when I put the topper on the tree and we were looking at everything my partner texted me and was like um I think I'm gonna be home early which he doesn't always do. He'll just like show up. And I was like, oh shit. So we had just enough time to clean everything up. And then we played Uno um, to look not suspicious. And we got like, we didn't even get deep into the game of Uno when he came home. First time he walked in the door, didn't say anything. I don't think he saw it. And then he was like, I left something in my car. He went downstairs, went to his car, came back. When he came back, he was like, what is going on with the tree? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I thought we were going to take it down. And I was like, I don't know who told you that. And then he left. And I was like, I think that was his first time. I think like it took him literally three shots to see it. Um, And my friend was like, that was kind of anticlimactic. And I was like, oh, no, he's just shy. I was like, when you leave, though, I'm going to get an earful. And that's exactly what happened. And we were watching a movie like the next day. And he was like, we had to pause the movie for something. And he was like, you made all of this? I was like, yeah, I made like 70% of it. And then my friend helped. And he was like, you sat down. How long did that take? And I explained the schedule I just explained to you. And yeah, I did it. I pulled off my little pranky prank. And I have a Valentine's Day tree. And I have this um this schedule that I made. It was like a joke um, that I made on the internet about the Christmas tree. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Where is it? What do I need to find? Like, what do I type? Christmas tree? No. But I made this list of all the holidays that I wanted to do trees for. I can't find it. I don't know where I I wrote it. But um, it was like a spoof. And I put it on my Instagram story. And I was like, 
talking about how I want to have a tree up for 11 months out of the year. And the only month that the tree will come down is September. <laughs> and um, when I posted it, my partner was like, he was like, this better be a joke. Like, we're not going to have a Christmas tree up. I was like, it's not a Christmas tree all the time. It's in January. It's a winter tree. It's like snowflakes everywhere. And then the first half of February, it is a Valentine's Day tree. The second half of February, it is a Black History Month tree. Then we have a St. Patrick's Day tree. And then we have an Easter tree. And then we have a Mother's Day tree. And then we had a Juneteenth tree. And then we had... Wait, when's Father's Day? Father's Day is in June, isn't it? It's not in July. Or whatever. It was like, that was like part of the list. I can't, I wish I had it so that I could be um, exactly on the money. But yeah, so all of that is to say that my partner was like, it has to come down before St. Patrick's Day because I cannot do this again. I think he's being a hater. I think that a St. Patrick's Day tree would absolutely eat making another pinata, like a shamrock pinata or like a pot of gold pinata for the top of the tree. Ugh, like just, just give me a shot. Ooh, and I could do like paper clay on the, <gasps> maybe I should do it anyway. Well, he asked me nicely. I'll keep you posted. But all of that um, is really to kind of give you an idea of like what my sabbatical is about to be. It's literally just having fun doing things with my hands. I have been really obsessed with making a waist belt. Like, like you know, back in the, in the day, people wear the tunics and then they put that big ass belt around their waist and it's real cute i've been wanting one that i don't know if it exists i like the ones that have like the metal like the medallions and then like a little chain but a lot of them that i found are not big enough for me like they're all like size two I am not a size two and i've not been a size two since i was a child so i'm like i won't be able to get this around my pinky toe. You know what I mean? So I've been considering buying two and putting them together. I don't know if that's actually going to work. But I've also been like, well, if I'm going to do all that, I might as well try to make one myself. Like I should find a way to construct this thing. And I've been really wanting to make jewelry for the last like two years. It's been on my mind. I want to make jewelry. I want to make jewelry. But I've been feeling really like I'm hitting a wall with like that desire because I have no idea where to start and I don't even know what I would want and I don't even know what I would actually wear sometimes like I think I surprise myself I'm all over the place a lot of people tell me I'm hard to shop for because they're like you you like so many things but the things that you dislike you really don't like <laughs> and I I didn't get it until kind of recently I was looking for something for myself and nothing was satisfying me and I feel that way, like, jewelry is, like, really hard sometimes. Like, I I don't know. Jewelry could just be hard. And I feel like accessories for me fall into that same scope of, like, sometimes it can be hard to find something that makes me feel like it's worth my time and it's worth putting on my body. And I've been wanting to, like, I'm, like, the only way to find out what I actually would want is to test things out. And I have so many not weird supplies but just like odd supplies 
that I have amassed over literally the last like three and a half months. And I have been working a lot with rope, like making macrame things. Like I made a couple of produce hangers for some friends. I've made a lot of like wristlets and like keychains and shit. And I've um started making a belt. But it's ugly. I don't like it. I was not paying attention. I was watching Reservation Dogs. And I didn't realize there was a third season. I thought there was only a season two. So when season two, season finale came up and then season three, season premiere started, I was like, oh my god. I was so immersed in it. All my knots are wonky. And it's so many knots and the rope is so skinny that I... I'm like, I'm about to cut my losses and literally just cut off what I've already done and just make something with the rest of this rope because untying all of those knots, it's not like ripping a seam, you know? It's not that simple. Untying all of those knots, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. If you do macrame, if you tie knots, you know, especially when you're working with a smaller rope, I'm not untying all those knots. I'm not. So I'm like, either I'm just going to finish it and it's going to be a little ugly or I'm going to start over and make it pretty. And I can't decide what I want to do. I'm literally looking at it right now because it's just balled up on my coffee table because it was so, it's just been frustrating me. I've just been like working on it for like maybe 20 minutes and then throwing it across the room. <laughs> and that, um, that's also part of my sabbatical. It's just like being frustrated and I'm trying to figure out at what point does it look like I'm giving up? as opposed to me taking a break. And that's also part of the reason why I was afraid to take a break from this big thing that I'm doing because for so long I've been working on this big thing and it's so big to me that sometimes I'm afraid to say it out loud, but I feel guilty about having to take a break because I've convinced myself it's the only thing I've ever wanted. And that's not true. I'm like all over the place. Obviously I want other things. I have the desire to yell into a microphone into the void i have the desire to hi um one of my friends told me i should design a mini golf course i want to do it i think i really want to do it um i want to read tarot for a celebrity i like there are all these like little weird things that i want to do but they require a focus that i'm like how the funk like you want me to dedicate all my time to that so i can do what I want to do. And that's the thing that drives me wild. Like sitting in one place for a long time drives me wild. And I know that it probably like from the outside looking in doesn't seem that way because of the way that I live my life. And I don't travel like a lot. Um, That's like, sometimes it feels like it's neither here nor there, but then other times I'm like, no, like I have, I have a friend who says like, I prioritize experiences. And I'm like, I think I prioritize skill, but it's like, if you play The Sims, you know, you want them to level up so they can get a promotion at work so they can get more money. You're trying to hurry up and hit the aspirations, whatever. You make them play guitar for 22 days straight. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that. Like, I'm not a person who will play guitar for 22 days straight. The longest that I've done a thing that I can think of off top consistently with no like outside like structure or prompting is one summer I made an instrumental almost every single day and what I would do is I would like I think it was four days 
I would work on four different ones, and then the rest of the three days of the week, I would make one of them better. That, I learned a lot in a very short period of time. I think that, like, if you listen to the first song I ever made and the most recent song I've ever made, you're like, oh, or, like, in that summer. Like, you can tell. You know what I mean? But also, I don't understand how I did that. And even then, it's just, like, that was in a short period of time. You know what I mean? Like that was a summer and that wasn't the only thing I was doing. I was like, I would like stay up late for like a couple hours, work on something, go to sleep. Or like I would work on stuff in between. Cause I did it all on my phone. I would work on stuff. Like I would meet somebody for coffee. I would go there 30 minutes early so I could work on music like that. I don't even know what I wanted out of that. Like I didn't, I think I just was enjoying the art of, of making and like enjoying having a thing that I created I ultimately though like I didn't abandon it I had to take a long break um I've been thinking about like stepping back into it but I can't tell if I want to step back into it with different Benito stop it I can't tell if I want to step back into it with different like resources and equipment but it also because of how I guess unserious I feel sometimes about everything. It feels weird to want to make an investment or make an upgrade in something when I feel like I'm all over the place, like all the time. <sighs> what else was I going to say to you? Um. Oh, I have a story I want to tell you. Do I want to tell it to you today or do I want to come back and tell it to you i'm gonna tell it to you today because obviously it seems like there's no guarantees for when i'm coming back um because i say i'm gonna do one thing and then life happens and i'm trying to be okay with life happening and not feel guilty about being so affected by the fact that life happens but it's a process okay over the summer went to baseball games very fun very much enjoyed it at the baseball game no when leaving for the baseball game um i had to get something out of my car before we left the house and i i go to my car and there's a dead bird on my car bonito bonito you've got to stop you gotta do that someplace else you gotta do that someplace else i see a dead bird on my car it is a baby, not a single feather. It just looks like a little little piece of meat. It's really sad. And it's like stuck on the hood of my car, like in between the hood and the windshield where that gap is, where the vents are. And I'm like, oh, snap. Mind you, we're running on a tight schedule because... We don't want to miss the first page. I'm like, you have to get this off my car. My partner is like, you want me to get that off your car? You want me to touch a dead bird? Like, yeah, because I'm not going to do it. And he was like, bro, we'll, we're going to have to talk about this later. I'm like, okay, whatever. I get a little tip tip at the baseball game, you know? 
you know, it is what it is. And we had plans later that night. Um, so I was like, I need to sober up. I was not focused on, also, I don't really drink. I, I really feel like I need to emphasize that I do not really drink. So it does not take a lot. I think I had three beers. That's like, that's dangerous territory for somebody like me. I don't drink a lot at all. Bonito. Stop. Go lick your butt someplace else. Three beers is dangerous territory for me. So I get my little three beers. I'm like, woo, right? Come home. completely forget about the bird completely forget um when we go out later that night i don't drive completely again not thinking about this dead bird on my car the next morning i'm hung over because we drank at the baseball game we drank we went out i'm like i need bojangle i just need one bojangle and i walk out to my car and i'm wearing pajamas and slippers and I see the dead bird on my car and I'm like, fuck. I'm not touching that. So I get in my car because I, I really, I just, I could not, I couldn't imagine how to get it at all. Like, I, I like, I just couldn't think through it. The only thing I could think of is using a poop bag, like a doggy poop bag and picking it up. And then that was a terrifying thought to me. I did not like that. I was like, I'm not touching this. Okay, whatever. I'm like, maybe because I have to drive uphill. So maybe it'll roll off my car. It does not roll off my car. It stays on my car the entire ride. And it's on the passenger side. It stays on my car the entire ride. And I'm like, I'm just going to have to ask him to get it again. Like there's, I'm just going to have to ask. It's whatever. I get to the bone jangle. The line is long. It's moving slow. I'm like, I have nowhere else to be. I have an open day. I give them my order. And then I'm at the first window, which I think was closed, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm just sitting there like... you know, waiting for the second window to become available to me. And I see a crow. And the crow, like, flies as the crow flies. Oh, do y'all watch Sons of Anarchy? How does it go? The crow flies straight. Crooked line. You know what I'm talking about? So this crow flies over my car, like, high in the sky. And then I, I swear I saw that bird do a double take. And I was like, oh, no. And then the bird lands on the awning over the first window. And I rolled on my window. And I'm like, he fell. I promise he fell. And the bird tilts his head and looks at me. And then tilts his head and looks at my car. And then looks back at me. And I was like, bro, please. He fell. I'm just too scared to pick him up. And the crow looks me in my eye and goes, squaw. And I was like, bro, please, please don't, please. I promise I didn't kill it. He fell. And and I just, I'm too scared to pick him up. And the crow goes, squaw, squaw, squaw. And I'm like, this is, I'm fucked. 
I'm absolutely fucked. If you know anything about crows, you know that crows are deeply communal and very communicative. Crows talk. They gossip. If a crow doesn't like you, and he tells his friend, who tells his friend, who tells her friend, who tells their friend, who tells their grandparents, you're fucked. There's going to be a region of crows that do not like you. One of my aspirations in life is to make crow friends. This is not, I'm not, I'm not getting off on a good foot. So I'm like, fuck, goddamn. The reason why I know that the crow is upset is because not only do crows talk and they gossip, but they also hold funerals for their dead. And I've been parading around for the seven minutes it took me to get to bone hangles with a dead bird on my car. Casually. Like, you know. You know that upset them. So he's squawking, he's squawking, he's squawking. And I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm like getting upset. I'm getting flustered. He's yelling at me. And then the car in front of me moves forward. And I just am like, I'm sorry. And I go and I pay for my food. I get my food. I go home. My partner walks in the door. He asks how my day was. And I was like, fucking awful. And I tell him that story. And I'm like, do you know what this is going to do? Like, this fucking sucks. I was like, if the apocalypse happened, the crows would rat us out as penance for having a dead baby bird on my fucking car. I was like, please go pick it up. He removed the bird. Okay, whatever. For a few months, the crows flew around my... Can you hear that? I don't know what that vehicle is, but it was incredibly loud. For a few days, or a few months, sorry, the crows flew around my apartment and squawked. Like, on and off. Not like, it was never, like, strategic or planned. But, like, I could tell that when they were flying over, they were like, oh, there's that car. Because I parked my car outside where it's visible. And I was like, oh, fuck, this fucking sucks. So, I started feeding them the best that I could. Um, because, you know, so I, I just started leaving, like, a blend of nuts and berries. Like, dried fruits near my car. For, I don't know how long I've been doing it. Since, like. July, I guess, on and off. <laughs> because that's how determined I am to, like, show them, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm... I didn't kill him. It is fucked that I rolled around with him on the car. I was scared, and I was hungover, you know? I was like, what else do you do in that situation? I'm just a... Just a person. All I wanted was a... Egg and cheese biscuit. An order of medium bow rounds. Why are you making eye contact with me while I'm t selling my Bojangles order? Um, dogs are so weird. And an orange juice. And instead I'm, I got beef. Anyway, to wrap this up. They have not squawked the same. I've never seen them eat the food. I don't even know if they're eating the food, but they don't squawk the same. So I, I assume that some of them are eating the food and enjoying the food very much. I'm hoping that this really works in my favor. 
I'm going to keep trying to feed them and I'm going to hope and I'm going to pray that it is enough. I also feel like I've been here long enough. I feel like I've talked enough. I feel like I've said enough. I'm not going to make any promises about frequency of episodes or anything like that because I think that that, you know, is cruel and unnecessary when I can't follow through. Especially seeing that, like, more people are following um, across platforms, which is fun, but <laughs> I have not been the best host. So there's that. I'm just going to roll my outro. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sugar Glass Podcast. You can leave me a voicemail about this episode, an older episode, or really anything else at 910-448-6899. If you're a little shy, you can always send me an email at sugarglasspodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and I'll see you um, uh, eventually, I guess.